Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here with the subject of a documentary, the author of a book, and our host each and every week on Ransom Notes, uh, our radio and podcast show, and we appreciate you tuning in. We know you have a lot of options. And uh, also our monthly host on our visual, the lovely Kathy Ransom. Kathy, how are you? Well, Frank, I'm fine. And you know what? There's a big special day coming up here very shortly. Uh, and I'm getting ready for it. It's called Tea Day. Tea Day. And that, I don't mean T-E-A. Do you, ha- do you do anything special on Thanksgiving Day? Yeah, I mean, we ha- we have a big group of people over, usually about 35, 36 people, which is a big, big crew for us. Well, but if you just serve them uh, potato chips out of a bag and, and soda pop, that probably isn't too hard of a job. No. <laughs> no, that's nothing. That's, as long as you have enough potato chips, that would be an easy one. But we go we go all out on it. Well, I hope you have at least one day to prepare and that you give your wife a helping hand because I suspect that more food is consumed during Thanksgiving Day than probably even on Christmas Day because I think we've made Thanksgiving Day almost, I think we focus more, and I hadn't thought of that till just this moment, we focus more on food than on thanking. Do you know that? We do. Isn't that crazy? There's no That's question sort of, about it. I was, and I know you're sort of a historian, Frank, but uh, I, I've got a couple facts, and I'm sort of wondering if you've ever heard of it. Apparently, back in the early 20th century, when uh, uh, Thanksgiving was sort of getting its feet on the ground, that it looked more like Halloween. That people dressed up, they put on masks, and unfortunately, they, or at least today, we would say it. Some of them would dress up like poor people that lived in New York. And and so the, the celebration was sometimes, sometimes called Ragamuffin Day. Had you ever heard that? No, I never have. That's interesting. I had never I had never realized that it was more like Halloween. And as I think about it today, the fact that they were dressing up like poor people. Today we would take that as almost an insult. Yes, uh, and and I agree. I I don't disagree with it being an insult. We we probably they didn't mean it that way, uh, but our we we've become more conscious of how sometimes crazy things we say and do offend somebody else, and that's of course part of the reason we have wars and and we disrespect some people that. Did you know that there are three towns, and I couldn't believe this when I was reading it, three towns in the U.S. that are called Turkey. Do you have any idea where Turkey, it's not Turkey, Illinois. Do you have any idea a place where someplace it's called Turkey? Is there a Turkey, Texas? Yes, yes. Ah. You got one of the three. Wow. All right, one of the three. Let me see. Turkey, uh, is there a Turkey... Uh, Montana? Nope, nope. All right, hold on. That's one one strike, one strike. Is there a I'll, turkey? I'll give you a the second one is Kentucky. We got one more. Second one is Kentucky. Is it in the same region? Is it in the south? It is sort of in the south. Yes. Is it Turkey? Starts with North. No, oh, oh, North Carolina. 
yeah, because the other one, the other north is up north, so that didn't, I figured that might help you in, you know, North Dakota. So, yeah, so there's three, but there's also three really funny towns that relate to Thanksgiving. One is called Pilgrim, Michigan. Another one, I never heard of it. Another one is Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Mm. And the one I really like, this would be a, a funny town to live in. Yum, yum. Yum yum Tennessee. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm guessing, and I haven't taken time to look up to Google what the population of Yum Yum is. But uh, can you can you imagine it? And where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in Yum Yum. It's just so funny kind of thing. Yeah. Then there's another interesting thing. Did you ever? Uh, read the poem read or have the poem read to you or you read to your children mary had a little lamb sure well the author of that sarah hale uh was the one that made several petitions to presidents during her lifetime to make thanksgiving a national holiday mm. now who finally made it she she got abraham lincoln a president right abraham lincoln that's right. Yeah. And, so, and and allegedly, I'm guessing that the time is right, 1863 was the first year that um, that it was really an official U.S. holiday. That doesn't mean they hadn't been, well, they were, we said Thanksgiving began in 1621, but it had never become a national holiday. Now, there's this is another really interesting piece that's sort of, it's, it's so funny. You've heard of, I, I, I'm guessing that even in the North, you've heard of the, uh, the East. You've heard of the song Jingle Bells. Of course, yes. Yeah, I, I sort of thought you had. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old favorite. Do you know that it was originally written for Thanksgiving? No, I didn't know that. The, Dashing through the snow the, part? That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. The, the James Lord Pierpoint was the one who was the author of Jingle Bells. And he loved famous sleigh rides. And so he he wrote this he wrote Jingle Bells and then later they adapted it just a bit so that it uh, wasn't quite so Thanksgiving-ish. And it's the song now that we we know, the, the words that we know. But it was sort of funny that it started out as a was because I associate Jingle Bells with Christmas because that's when we all sing it, you know, yes. even though it doesn't necessarily. Okay, the last one, I, the last question I know you can get. Which president initiated the pardoning of the turkey? Now, I, I could be wrong on this, but it sounds like, it, it sounds like a Teddy Roosevelt thing um, to do, but I, I, it was probably after that, was it? It's after, it's after that. Is it uh, is it Eisenhower or Nixon? Is it? It's Bush, H W. Really? In 1989. Oh my gosh! Wow. I, you know we can live though, however, without all of these facts. You know <laughs> that we can celebrate turkey without really knowing that uh, uh, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. But I'm going to share that fact if I can remember it. You know, old people don't remember things very well uh, because I'm going to Iowa with, with a friend to uh, her relatives that are celebrating. And I thought, you know, a couple of these facts might be fun around the dinner table. Now, this one, 
and this goes in with the idea, you remember I said that it seems to me that we spend more time eating at Thanksgiving than we almost do at Christmas. Yeah. How many turkeys, not how many pounds, how many turkeys do you think are sold and eaten during Thanksgiving? Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm going to give you three numbers. Okay. And you have to decide. All right. That, that makes it a little easier. <laughs> a lot easier. Yes, I know. Yes. Well, I'm taking, I, you know, because this is a holiday season, so I'm taking it easy on you. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. All right. 55,000, or 280 million turkeys are eaten. Well, it's definitely not the first one. So it's it's uh, it's either the middle or the last one, and uh, look, I I'm gonna go. It, 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 this is in America, right? Pardon me. In America, or in the world? It's, in in America. Yes, in America. In America. I, you know what? There's there's 320 million people in America, so if it's if it's uh, if it's the last one, then it's almost. It, it almost comes out to almost uh, one one per person, right? So that sounds like a lot to me. That sounds like a lot to me, but um, I'm going to go with the middle number. The 158 million? Yeah. That means that about 120,000 people would not get their turkey because it's 280 million turkeys apparently were sold, and I believe that was in 2021, I don't think it was 2022 but it wow. was either it was either 2021 or 22 280 approximately i mean you know there might be one or two that were sold and they weren't eaten until the next day or something like that but in round numbers i think that's a i think that's a lot of turkeys that's a lot of turkeys and you know consider it you know that there's only what 300 not only but 300 million of us uh, roughly in in America, that means that's like every person is getting their own turkey. And what I'm guessing is that part of that is restaurants. Well, I think we're amazed at how much food is thrown away. Yeah, for, one for sure. And, and I heard some number that I don't even want to quote today because I can't verify it at all. Yeah. But and then I'm sure that lots of turkey sandwiches were made from those 280 million right. turkeys of over course. time. And some were thrown away and, and whatever. But regardless, even if it's only 200 million in the, in the numbers that were given are up far off, that's a bunch of turkeys, you know. A lot and, of turkeys. Well, but you know what we sometimes call a person turkey, don't we? And, yeah. you know, so we, I hope nobody mil murdered anybody to get their turkey. Uh, <laughs> but what, you, the other interesting thing about Thanksgiving is that it really isn't a religious holiday. You know, lots of our ho holidays are really religious, but there isn't anything better that we could be doing than being thankful. And we certainly, the Lord would endorse thanking because, and, and even though we focus on food, I was reminded of it, that in Luke 11, 3, the Lord's Prayer, almost everybody's heard the Lord's Prayer, and one of the phrases in there deals exactly with, Lord, please give us our daily bread. And thank you, Lord, for our daily bread. So, you know, we 
I would really rather ask, Lord, please give me pizza <laughs> or thank him for a roast beef sandwich. But I do like bread, and I had it on a sandwich today. Yeah. So I, I just want to close with a story about to do all of this, to have Thanksgiving, to take time to remember and thanks. And we need to not only thank food, but we need to thank the giver of the food. And that is the Lord. That, and he's the one that blesses us. And we must remember. But it takes a lot of workers. And then I want to focus on a family of workers. And you're going to be surprised. I want to focus on the family of bees. B-E-E. -E, those little things that buzz around. Yeah. They... Those worker bees are so essential to the production of honey. They have to feed the helpless queen. Isn't that funny that we always think of the queen as sort of helpless? <laughs> they have to feed the drones, and they have to feed all the baby bees. I don't know how small a baby bee would be, but it must be. Goodness, think of all the bees I used in that yeah, sentence. I was going to say. <laughs> they, but. The nice part about it, and again, it's got to be people who study bees. They said apparently the bees enjoy doing this. Now, I don't know that I've ever seen the bees smile. Have you ever seen one smile? No. <laughs> I just hear them buzz. Yeah. But apparently bee, bee students, not A students, but bee students, know, and I'm being silly, <laughs> know that bees enjoy doing what they're doing to produce one tablespoon of honey just one tablespoon so that you can have it on your Thanksgiving dinner plate and thank God for it. it the bee makes 4,200 trips to flowers so that he has enough of what they need to make a tablespoon of honey. 4,200 wow. trips. A worker bee will fly as far as eight miles just to find nectar. Fly, Amazing. that teeny little thing. Now, that doesn't mean that every time they have to fly that, but they can fly as that evidently an average bee can just think of even tracking that bee. There's got to be some great scientists that can do that. You're not kidding. And, and that they make about, now, now remember they could go up to eight miles in a trip. They make about 10 trips a day. Each trip lasts about 20 minutes. And that during that 20 minutes, they have probably touched base with at least 300 flowers. You think you're busy, my friend. <laughs> but now you stop and think, how long does that little bee, when you see it, popping into a sunflower? It just pops in and pops right out. Yeah. And it's, you know, now it's got to fly there and fly back. But they pop into and these are average numbers i suspect that there is a slow bee there's probably a drone that uh, is a worker bee that's getting a little older and maybe they only cover 299 bee flowers <laughs> in the day i don't know i just know that frank i bet you there is everyone in our listening audience today including you and me that have failed to say thank you frequently enough, especially to the Lord. I know that I'm far better at saying, hey, Lord, would you please heal this person? Please, Lord, help me do this. Lord, would you, and I want, and I want, and I ask, not always just for myself. And I think I'm out of proportion 
and how many times I say, Lord, thank you. I appreciate. You did a great job. You helped me not look so stupid. I forget to say and show my appreciation. So, audience, as you celebrate Thanksgiving, remember it needs to happen 365 days a year. Amazing. Just wonderful. I And I, I want to add one little thing about bees. I think it was Time Magazine that uh, that ruled or they, uh, they stated that the bee is the most important animal. I, I never think of an insect as an animal. Animal in the world. And because without them, we'd be finished. The pollination is what what does everything and brings us our oxygen. It, it Lord uh, works in mysterious ways. But those little bees, uh, according to I think it's Time magazine and, and probably a lot of other sources, consider the bee to be the most important, important animal. Um, Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's and, amazing. And, and that pollination, that pollination, we don't realize how important that pollination is for our food. It's everything. You're right. Yeah, You're everything. absolutely right. Do you do you have a final thought for us? All right, yeah, you got to really, you got to really hear what I say. It's very short. <clears throat> if you try to fail and succeed, what have you done? You failed. That's amazing. You succeeded, actually. You yeah, succeeded you and failed at the same time. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Have a good day. Paradox. Uh, wonderful. As always, Kathy Ransom is fantastic. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.